What is up, everybody? Welcome back to episode two of the Not So Therapeutic Podcast. I'm Brandon. I'm your boy, Max. And this is the show where we talk about things that we don't really want to talk about, but we should because we have to. And we just do it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so today's episode is about fear. It's something that I feel everybody has to overcome at some point. But then again, for others, it's just a part of everyday life. Indeed you it know? is. Um, Indeed it is. So yeah, fear, by what I have it, mm-hmm. is caused by the belief that something is dangerous. Okay. Which is well, like, I don't, I don't even know how to... Get my point. Well, I, lo- I looked up. I looked up my definition. It says it's an unpleasant feeling triggered by the perception of danger, real or imagined. So, <laughs> when I read that, I kind of was like, "Wait, real or imagined?" It's like a lot of fear. It really just goes on in our heads, and we don't yeah. really think about it. You know, mm-hmm. like a lot of our fears are like over. <laughs> I don't want to say over dramatic, but maybe overthought. Um, I mean, I ca- I can. Like I, I know I understand that. that. Do I have that? I feel like there's one fear that I have that it, it, it's just like on and off, you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. So so hold on. Before we get to those those fears, right? Um, do you think that fear can affect the way you're living? Hundred percent. Like any aspect of your life at all. Hundred percent. 100%. I feel like um, depending on what the fear is, you know, uh, and depending how serious the fear is, like if, if it's a phobia, uh, that's a whole different, that's a whole different topic. But, um, you know, depending on the fear, people sometimes they, they can't act. They don't know how to function in certain situations. Like they get tense. They start shaking. They don't know. They can't speak. So 100%. I believe, I believe fear could affect somebody's way of living i would say i I agree with that because look around you like you'll go and take the train or be walking anywhere and everyone's so afraid yeah like if you cough sneeze or or even look somebody's way it scares them (laughs) yeah and it's crazy yo you know the funny thing is today i had to move on my car and I was walking there and there was this guy walking behind me and I felt like he was following me. So I was just like, I'm like, oh, what is he doing? Why is he, why is he, why is he going the same way I'm going? Oh, uh, no. you, you probably got scared of when I told you I got followed. Yeah. I mean, it was broad daylight. If he was about to come on me, it, it, he was going to catch some hands real quick. I don't care. No, but I feel like fear is definitely a big part. Especially since it's so influenced by, I guess, I guess, like every aspect of life. So the media or just a person who you see walking their dog. Yeah. So 100%. it's like, um, and also to go more intact in with the, the premise of the podcast about like men's health and all that. I feel like fear is something that men like growing up were taught not to have fears you know like we're always told oh you're a big boy you're a big man you can't be fair you got to be strong but I, when i was doing the research um i i said i read um this quote by uh she's a clinical psychologist at uh southwestern no northwestern medicine um mm-hmm. zachary sakura uh, and she said fear is our survival response so when you when you see that or when I read that, I was like, OK, there's definitely kind of like a scale between the two, you know, um, yeah. between fear being something bad and fear being something good, because fear can also protect us at times. You know, like yeah. if I remember about I want to say a week or two ago, I was at the store. Um, with my cousin and and i seen this guy come out like from the back and he just looked so sus so sus like yes like he had like, in front of him he was like reaching inside and i'm like okay. that, that sounds sus i'm yeah. like what is he i'm like what is he about to do 
And as soon as I saw that, like, I literally got a sharp pain in my back. And, like, I got goosebumps because I was like, he's about to shoot up the store. Like, this is it. And I'm literally the first guy in front of him. Like, I'm the first one going out. I'm sorry. But I'm like, okay, I got to get out of here now. But at the end of the day, see, that's another example. It was just imagined. Yeah, it was just, God. Then again, it's all it's always the fight or flight um, way of response. thinking. Yeah, the response. Which is why here's here's the good part. Here's the good part, right? The amygdala, the part of our brain. Yes, dude. I didn't know this because, like, dude, I'm I'm being so honest. I didn't know this okay. because you know, like, throughout all my years of school, mm-hmm. they have not once spoke about any part of the brain, bro. <laughs> well, that's why we take psychology class. Okay, yeah, which I'm not a psychology major. <laughs> okay. But anyways, that part of the brain is so cool because it's almost like a spidey sense. Yeah. It's literally our spidey sense. It is. <laughs> yes, it like, is. I'm spidey Spider-Man sense. right now, bro. <laughs> yeah. Just... Miles Morales had ass. <laughs> I thought that was um, so cool. Yeah. Uh, I also read, it, it was interesting... I read that when you're in when you're in fear, your brain actually produces more dopamine than when you're not. Dope. Which is which when I read that, I was like, wait, so if your body's if you're in fear, why would it produce more dopamine? Since dopamine yeah. is the pleasure hormone hormone, you know? So I'm like, that doesn't really make sense. But the more you think about it, it still doesn't make sense. I, I mean if you think about it this way, it's more like it's getting you excited. It's not like you're getting aroused by fear. Well, obviously, not. <laughs> it's more like because think it's about like it, adrenaline it, rush. Adrenaline yeah, so, rush. Exactly. It's the adrenaline rush. So it's like, oh my god, maybe I'm about to die. But this is fucking cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like yeah, like, yeah, that type of thinking. Yeah. Uh, that, that speaking of that. It's it's actually like I know you watch Yes Theory, of course you do. Of course I watch Yes Theory. So so Yes Theory, you know they're always doing something that gets out of their comfort zone. Yes, uh, yes. And their whole point is about fear. Yes. If I was them, I wish, bro. I I wish I could like jump out of a helicopter with a bungee cord because that's insane. It is insane. And uh, that's just their adrenaline rush by yeah, facing I, fear. See, the thing is, <clears throat> some people some people react different to fear. Like, I was reading how there's people that love roller coasters where there's people that can't even go near one. Like, they can't even look at one, and they'll be like, nope, nope, not doing that. Um, like you said, uh, the bungee jumping or, like, skydiving is, like, thrill-seeking, thrill-seeking, you know? Yeah. Like, um. So it's it's interesting seeing how different people are like react to fear. For example, yeah. like me, I feel like um, when it comes to like extreme stuff like that, I'm gonna be scared, but I'm still gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. Mama raised no bitch. But <laughs> I was, I'll just say, I'll just say. Well, um, how about this though? Like, what are your fears? Like in general? Okay. Are we talking like real life fears or like because there's different any, types of fears? So, any so. fear that you have. Let's okay. just put it generalized. Um <laughs> well when I was doing this and I was writing down the fears that I have. Um wait, I think the mic cut out. Okay. No, 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 it's still good. <laughs> it was it was turned off. It had turned off. Oh, that's weird. But um, my fears when I was doing this, I was thinking more internally. I wasn't thinking like, I'm afraid of a lion, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one of the biggest fears that I have is is probably letting myself down, you know. Yeah. Like when I when I think about stuff like, there's things that I want to do in life that I'm just like, bro, you, you have you're gonna do them, you know. But take your time you work at your pace and and no like sometimes not just letting myself down but also letting mm-hmm. other people down like the people around me down kind of is 
I'm very um, affected by how the people that I care about feel about me, if that makes any sense. So my fear is, my fear, basically, like saying it again, my fear is like letting everybody else down, you know? Yeah. So, I get yeah, that's, that. that's, that's one of mine. What's, what about you? So my fears are, I mean, this one can kind of count. But then again, it's like here and there. Oh, like we said. count it. We count it. We count well, it. It's yeah. It's it's on and off though. Mm-hmm. So so, I think heights, because yeah. when I go to like amusement parks or something, and I'm going, you know, the steps when you're walking up yeah. the steps. Yep. It's like, dude. Once I see how high I am, I start grabbing the railing mad hard, bro. Oh, uh huh. But but it's not like every time. It, it'll only be like here and there. So it's like. Okay. I'll be grabbing it. I'll look down like, oh, no, bro. Like, no. Yeah. 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 I know what you're saying. I mean, I've been like that, too. But I feel like for me with heights, if I know I'm up high, but it's like, a well, it should everywhere that I go up high, it should be secured. I hope. Um, I don't know. I just look down and be like, damn, we mad high up right now. That's tough. Like, shit, if I fell right now, I wouldn't survive that. Yeah, but, like, that's the thing. It's, like, I can go on airplanes fine. Like, I love flying. I love flying. I, I think it's just, you know, you get nervous. Because cause yeah. I feel like, for me, it's when you notice one little thing that's, mm-hmm. like, shaking or, or yeah. doing something that's it's not supposed mm-hmm. to be doing. Yeah, That's what makes you nervous and just, like, I'm going to die. Like, yep. it's all all on your like surroundings too you know yeah um like i remember one time i was on a plane i was coming back from dr and there was this smell of burnt like the plane smelled burnt and it was like oh oh, the the um the flight attendants they made us get off the the plane and then come back in whatever and i'm like my yo my sister she goes I'm not going on this plane. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving today. She was like, I can't fly on a plane today anymore. And that's another that see, that's another thing. Fear. Like she got so scared because of the smell. Like her body, her brain literally was like, You cannot fly today. You know, and that's but me, on the other hand, I was like, bro, get me on a different plane. I have to go back to the US right now. So it's like two different things, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's happened to me before because I was on a plane one time and the engine, because I, I had a window seat. So the engine was just like moving, but it was going so slow. Right. But not, not like when we were in the sky, uh-huh. okay. it, it was like when we were going to the runway, I was like, I'm pretty sure it's not supposed to be going that slow. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> but then, you know, started speeding up, speeding up while the other okay. side was already like, you know, so yes. it's just like, uh, am I about to die today? Yes. Is it my turn, God? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go. Say that. Just say that. Exactly. Uh, but I do have one really big fear, which is that this one. This one's gonna hit mm, like a spice, bro. It's gonna okay. Spit it out. Spit it out. Spit so it out, so. My biggest fear is dying without truly living. Now think about that. Dying. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Without truly living. Okay, now define truly living for you. What What is your definition of truly living? My definition. We can have two different things. <clears throat> exactly. So my definition of truly living would be uh-huh. completing my goals and actually experiencing the world for what it is you know like Mm -hmm. going out to different countries learning about the cultures doing this and that traveling Mm -hmm. just yeah 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 100 and and it's so hard because we live in a world where money and you know every money and people just affect that you know yes yes so it's like I don't want to be sitting on my like dying bed and just regretting my life. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think about that too. You know, I think about that too. And the craziest thing, <clears throat> I mean, I say, I'm not necessarily afraid of dying. I'll, I'll say it out loud. I'm not I'm sure it's tough, but I'm not really, I feel like the life that I've lived so far may not be the best, but I've managed, you know, um, I say, I'd say also like the, just how my outlook on life in general, I just feel like death is not, you know, it's bound to happen eventually. Yeah. Like I'm not scared it's of dying. Just dying without truly living. Exactly. Okay. I got you. I got you. I mean, I can relate to that too. If I'm going to die, take me right now. Take <laughs> me right now. If it's my time, <laughs> we go. <laughs> You said I'm here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my god! You know, and funny thing is, I was I, when I was doing the research, I also looked up like common fears, like that men yeah. have in general, and some of the things that came up were rejection, irrelevance, disappointment, appearance, money, and open expression of emotions. Hmm. which every single one of those, I was like, holy shit, that's literally me. <laughs> like, I'm like, bro, rejection? <laughs> I'd be scared. Okay, this, see, this is, the, this is a topic that I don't really talk about. Yeah. Um, rejection is something that I've probably been afraid of my whole fucking life. I'm not even going to lie. Like, and and it, it doesn't have to be... Well, uh, now I, I've learned to... I've learned to accept rejection at yeah. this point. I'm just like, okay, next one. One door is closed. Go to the next. Try the next one. Yeah. Um, but I remember before, like every time, whether it was it like going into a school, if it was whether asking a girl out, anything like that, in the back of my head, I it's and still now I still do think about it sometimes. I'm just like, bro, what if she says no? Or like, what if what if I don't get it? What if um what if i don't get the job what if you know oh it's always that what if question. yeah yeah um and and that's something that you know it can be hard to deal with um but then it ties in back into the um this ties back into our last episode with self-love you know with yeah. accepting accepting feelings as as they come and sometimes like those feelings what i for example like with rejection you might feel sad afterward but then you you'd be like you when you step aside and you analyze the whole situation, maybe it's not that bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, um for rejection. Whew, like <clears throat> rejection has been a pain. Like I'm talking about when it comes to uh internships and colleges. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, when, yeah. when we were trying to get into a college, oh. I wanted to go to Pace or NYU so bad. Mm-hmm. I got my letter from Pace. Like, well, it was through email. Got my, my email through Pace, bro. And it was like, I was like, oh, shit. Like, this is my last resort. Like, this was the only college that I was left to get back to me at the time. <clears throat> right. So I get the email. I'm sitting at the table and I remember this completely, bro. Like I'm sitting at the table. I opened up the email. My parents are just looking at me. They're staring me down, you know, because they're, they're, they're like worried. Right. So, so then, oh, bro, just thinking about this, it's going to like, oh, it's okay. Dude, I was sitting there and I was so disappointed because, you know, you get the letter that says, sorry to inform you this and that. Yeah, bro. I dropped my phone on the table. I got up, walked away, bro. Just tears, tears. And then, and then they were just like, what happened? What happened? And I was like, I didn't get in. Because <laughs> that was like my last resort. So it was like, yeah. I didn't think any other school would take me. Because especially since I applied to, to so many and they all mm-hmm. said no yeah and then that and then i ended up finding the school i go to now and they got back to me two days within two days they got back to me i was like fuck yes 
I'm not going to be not in school. Let's go. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. But then like when it comes to internships too, this I've applied to so many companies that I've always dreamed of working at mm-hmm. and rejection. Yeah. An example being New York Times. Like they're one of my favorite publications and I want to work for them so bad. But then I applied for an internship and they were just like, not it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe no, it's maybe tough. next time. It's it's tough, but it's also a matter of trial and error too you know yeah um because i remember uh when i was doing uh, i had you, you remember i was doing this like online marketing stuff and all yeah. that and i had to deal with rejection a lot of times because i was basically a salesman like i just reach out people yeah. try to sell whatever to them you know and nine times out of ten everybody like People said no, you know, but that's that's the hard truth of life. You know, you get rejected more than you get accepted into things. Yeah, but that's where, you know, those exceptions, like whenever you get accepted somewhere, you should take full advantage of that opportunity, whatever it is. Yes. Whatever it is, whatever it is, just just go all out for it. Put your everything into it. And that's and another helped me too. Yeah. And that leads into like disappointment because, you know, yeah disappointment is one of the biggest things we deal with because I I don't know if it's just me or like us guys in general is just, we don't want to let certain people down, you know? So, so so like for me, my dad was so disappointed when I said I wanted to be a journalist. (laughs) Yeah. Cause, cause at, at first it was all like, Oh, aerospace engineer you can do it you can do it so you know what let me try it out i applied to those schools didn't get in aerospace engineer is od i'm just saying i know sorry to cut you off but (laughs) (laughs) um so then i was like nope i'm doing journalism i want to do it whatever and he's like all right if you show me you could do it show me you could do it in a matter of my first year in college, did an internship with LA Style Magazine, had my first articles published. Let's go. And I was just like, I did this. I remember walking into that room and just being like, ha, you see this? See this? I wrote this. I did this. As you should. You did not. You (laughs) You did did not. (laughs) And And it's like, I felt bad at the time because it's like, you know, you don't want to let them down. Yeah. <clears throat> but now it's been it's been great. Like that's good. They're see, supportive. That's something. That's something with my parents that I I think about every single day, bro. I'm so blessed to have the parents that I have, and I can't like words can't even begin to describe how grateful I am because my parents they don't put that pressure on me. Like, and and it's been like this since we were little, like if it's in school, whether if it's a job, uh, the only thing my parents have ever told me is if you're going to do something that you really want to do it, do it right. It doesn't matter what it is, but if you're, as long, if you're doing something, do it right. You know? And like I told my parents, I've told my parents, yeah, I've told my parents like before when, when I was thinking about like school, like what to do, and I'm not really a book person i can't really school is just after high school bro i was just like yeah nah this, this is not gonna work out this is not gonna work. <laughs> and when i told him that i was bro, i was shitting myself i was like okay so i'm just I'm, am i gonna be like the dropout of the family is is that is that the role that i've picked up is that it <laughs> but um when i when i told especially my mom i gotta thank her so much but when i when i told them there's like, you know, I mean, we support you. Just make sure you can't just be home just doing nothing. You know, yeah. you have to you have to do something. And that's another thing, you know, that like that's one thing that I that I fear is not finding the something. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Yeah. Yes. Not finding the whatever, because I'm still looking like I'm, <clears throat> I'm, bro, I'm only 19. I can't I'm not going to find out what the fuck I'm going to do for the rest of my life now. You know? I mean, you have time. 
that's what i'm saying so that's why that's why i feel like this podcast also is kind of like a good idea because this is a good kind of opener to open up like our minds to new possibilities and new opportunities as well you know um but yeah it's it's tough like that that's that's all you can say at the end of the day because like we fear to basically let people down we're scared to push ourselves i guess so that that falls into what like motivation stuff it falls into motivation because it's like at the end of the day it's either you're scared yeah or you push yourself no matter how scared you are to be motivated you know that's then that's that's one thing that i've been working on a lot lately like this this year specifically um and, and i don't know if you've noticed but just with anything that i've been doing lately like even if i'm scared i'm just like Max, you've you fucked up too much. You've you've been playing around too much. I don't care. Like I tell myself now, I'm like, I don't care that you're scared. You're still you have to do it at this point. Yeah. Like there is no walking around the bush, you know. Um so and I feel like that's that's what helps me with my fear is I'm like, okay, I understand the fear. I understand the consequences of like if I go past the fear or mm-hmm. if I stay in the same spot that I'm in. Which, which we do not want to stay in the same spot yeah. that we're in, you know. Um, so it's it's something that um, I lost my train of thought. No, it's all right. <laughs> Come on, that was doing so good. Um, but yeah, talk also talking about fear and disappointment. Um, you know now, well maybe not nowadays anymore. Actually, no, still. Like us guys, we're expected to have like all this stuff. Um, like, uh, you know, we're expected to be the ones caring for everybody else. We're expected to be the ones providing for everybody else. We're expected to be like the money makers, whatever. When it comes to family, we're supposed we're ba- we're expected to be the providers, right? Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> what happens when we need somebody to talk to? Or like yeah. the fuck happens when we're scared of something that and we're like we don't know how to talk about it because we've never been taught how to express our feelings, you know, and that goes into open expression of emotions. That's another fear that men have. And yeah. that's something that I, I 100 percent relate to, you know, like I I don't tell how I don't tell people how I actually feel like 90 percent of the time. Like, I'm just like, if anybody <laughs> asks me what I'm doing how or how I'm feeling, I'm good, bro. Yes. At the end of the day, if I say I'm not having a good day, what are you going to do about it? Like, yeah. oh, my God. It's okay. I'm like, bro, that's not going to help me. Like, I thank you for the empathy, but it's, yeah. I don't know. In the real world, empathy doesn't do shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like it's different, though. Because, because yeah, little little things like oh my god a text right they're not gonna change how you're feeling but that's a, a boost booster no, yeah because it, it shows that yeah somebody's there and somebody is actually i guess not wasting their time but making time to hear you out you know but then at the end of the day it's always so hard to explain yourself yeah to somebody who doesn't know the situation you're in yeah. Or or somebody who thinks they can relate but don't relate at all. Mm-hmm. So so it's always hard because yeah. I remember there was times like when I would need somebody to talk to, and I think yeah, I, I would talk, I would hit you up and be like, "Yo, bro, I'm not feeling so good, this and that." Yeah. But like like you said, you and what I, what I always tell you, what I, every single time, like, well, actually. I feel going kind of off track, but I feel like whenever like somebody hits me up and they like they say like they're not feeling, I'm like I always ask them questions to get to to have them figure out why they're feeling that way. Yeah, like you see, I always interrogate you. I'm like, so why do you think that is? Like, why are you why are you upset now? And he's like, you could be like, oh, I don't know, I just woke up tired. Well, why'd you wake up tired? You know, just like just I do that like to find the answer. You know, which but. Yeah, 
So I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> you turn into like the emotion cop. <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm a therapist, bro. I'm telling you, you're a whole yeah. therapist. Yeah, it's it's like like you said earlier. Um, we don't always say how we're feeling. Like we can yeah. be. Oh my god, I feel like shit. Why do you feel like shit? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Or it's just I don't want to tell you. Yeah, because <laughs> right, trust me, you don't like. It's like sometimes like you don't want to hear about this. You don't want to hear about my problems. Yeah, but that, I, but it, um, like you said before, like sometimes a text, like it could be a text from the right person, just saying like, mm-hmm. "Oh, hope you have a good day today." A text as much as like just as that can go so far, and people don't realize it, you know. And that's yeah. why whenever I interact with people, I always try to be like the best and as genuine as I can. You know, I'm always looking out for people. If if anybody ever like just comes up to me asking for help, it could be anything. If I'm able to help, I'm always going to help, you know, because I know if I was in their situation, I wouldn't want somebody to turn around and be like, no, fuck you. Go deal with it yourself. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, that's that's a big head move. So. Like another point would be, it's just we don't explain how we feel because you know we don't want to be a burden, Mm -hmm. I guess, to anyone else. Mm -hmm. Because it's like these are other people; they're living their own lives, they're dealing with their own shit. Because at the end of the day, it's like you could be dealing with something, but they could also be dealing with something at the same time. Everybody goes through their own problems. Exactly, and it's like. How do you find middle ground with dealing with your fears, your emotions, and just since it all ties together, it's like at the end of the day, you're scared to speak. You're scared to say how you're feeling. You know? Yeah. It's like you could be even scared to start crying, even if you're by yourself. You know, I have a hard time crying. Like, I, I genuinely have a hard time crying. Like, there's there's times that I'm like, you know, I kind of feel like crying. Like, I just, for no reason. Like, I just, I don't know. I want to let it out. And I'm like, I just can't. Just can't do it. Oh, sorry. I'm like, I just can't do it. You just can't do it. It's like, I have, whenever I cry, I'm like, extremely, yeah. extremely overwhelmed by emotions. So, yeah. Um, that's... It's, it's it's a lot. I feel like, as you see through every episode of this show, it's just going to be getting deeper and deeper for what we have planned. And, and ooh, you listeners or viewers are in for some very, very deep and emotional conversation. Um, like, what do you do whenever you're scared? If I'm scared, the things I'll do is just think to myself, everything's going to be fine. Because mm-hmm. if you're thinking negative, and obviously you're just bringing that negativity to yourself. Yeah. And it's pretty much all I do is there's no like, oh, biting my finger. Like, oh, my God, I'm so scared. Like, oh my God, I'm going to die. Like we mentioned earlier, if it's our time to go, it's our time to go. It's our time. You know, talk about by like biting fingers. You know, I do that a lot. I feel like I have some sort of anxiety because I bite my nails a lot without me realizing. I do that too, and it's just automatic. Like I don't. I I've been meaning to stop, but um, one thing, whenever I'm scared, or or one strategy that I want to put into work for whenever I'm scared is. I have steps written down, okay? Oh, you got steps written down? I got steps <laughs> written down, okay? Okay. The first one is to step away from the danger zone, okay? Because you okay. can't think right. You can't think right if you're still in the danger zone. And it could be anything. It could be, okay. you know what I'm saying? The yeah. danger zone is the fear, right? Number two, you got to breathe. Get yourself okay. right. Take a breather, Okay. And then you know i tell this i tell this at my job to to the swimmers i'm like whenever they're scared of like going into the water i'm like hey mm-hmm. look at me take a deep breath 
take a deep breath. Okay, now tell me why are you scared of the water? What's wrong? You know? Okay. What's what what what's the motive behind it? Yeah. Um then I look at the evidence, like the situation, whatever's going on. For example, mm-hmm. like at the store, when I was at the store, yeah, the evidence was the guy came from the back, he's reaching into his bag, and he's going really fast. First thing I'm gonna think, he's coming out with a gun or a knife. So I yeah, gotta yeah. get out of here, you know. Um then after you analyze the situation, is the danger real or imagined? In my case, it turned out to be imagined. So I was bugging for no reason. Okay. And then after that, you figure your next move. If it's real, if it's not, then that's it depends on the situation. So that's what I do. That's what that's what I want to do whenever I'm scared. I mean, I feel like you can have steps planned out. But it really but comes it, to yeah. the moment. Yeah. Because because when you're when you're scared, it's not like, oh my god, I'm a fucking genius right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I'm Albert Einstein right now. <laughs> like, no, it comes down to the point like, what am I doing? Where am I going? Uh, yeah. uh am I gonna die? Am I gonna die? Where am I going? Where am I going? Where are my pants? Where are my shoes? Uh like yes. Uh, you start thinking think, of shit that doesn't even be like thought about. Yeah, you, you be thinking the most irrational shit ever. <laughs> like whenever you're scared, um, and I think, uh, I think that's why like putting stuff to practice is a good thing. You know, for let's say fighters, mm-hmm. you don't just go into a fight without yeah. having a six week camp beforehand. You know, and although in this case is is much different because you don't know when you're gonna encounter some fear or whatever, but the more you practice like habits like that or like a a, a simple routine for certain situations the more you Mm -hmm. practice them the more you think about it whenever the time for you to go or the for the time for you to act on that comes you're you're going to be good to go you know so well maybe you'll you won't be good to go but you'll be more prepared than someone that doesn't do it you know what i'm saying yeah i get what you're saying so yeah it's Um, like that for everyone yeah I also have another quote. Um, oh, you came prepared with two yeah. quotes Bro, today. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. <laughs> okay, ready? So th- this quote is from George R. R. Martin. I don't even know who that is. I'm sorry. I know who that is. But to George, respect my boy. He's an author. But he said, yes. He said, fear is only as deep as the mind allows. Think about that. Fear is only as deep as the mind allows, bro. That's crazy. That's what I'm saying. So it's like <laughs> I never see like now I, I always try to keep like a cool, cool, calm, collected like attitude with everything. Mm-hmm. I always, always trying to have a good time. Um, But when it comes to like fears and stuff, obviously, I'm always watching my back. Like let's talk about physical yeah. stuff, like always watching my back. Um, But at the end of the day. It's all in your head, you know. It's all in your head, and and the way that you react to it is that's what is going to tell, um, like how the situation can unfold. Yeah, it's definitely all in your head. Yeah, that's like saying if you're at the train station, it's like, is this guy or woman about to push me into the track? Yes. Wow. Well, <laughs> Well, that, I mean, that's been happening a lot, so yeah, who knows? You never know. Exactly. You know? It's it's like a common fear that New Yorkers have now. Then there's a lot of like crazy people out there now. Uh, some guy came up to me yesterday. I was like, "You cop, bro? Do I look like a cop to you?" He said, "You cop, you cop, you cop, <laughs> you cop." You was just recording me uh, jump the turnstile? Bro, I didn't even have my phone out. And right. do I look like a cop to you? No. <laughs> I don't know. You know, do you remember any fears that you had as a kid? As a kid? Yeah. Oh, my God. This, this is like... Because I, I, I feel like I feel like fears as kids kind of... If, if you haven't gotten over them, I mean... I mean... There's nothing wrong if you haven't gotten over them. I, like, I don't there's fears that translate from kids like childhood to like growing up so when i was a kid right i lived in this house mm-hmm. i don't know if it was actually haunted or not 
I lived in a haunted house before, so that yeah. shit was scary because literally the house the house was uh it was right next to a cemetery. I used to live next to a cemetery. <laughs> the craziest shit would happen in that house, and I'm telling you, mm-hmm. scared. But but like so let me let me explain some of the things that happened in that house it was so scary to the point when i was so little i i had a room in that house right Mm -hmm. mind you right and the worst part about it was that for some reason my mom or my dad thought it was fucking cool to have like a clown uh like one of those clown things that hang from like Mm -hmm. the wall and at the point, it's just like, bro, I'm a little kid in a dark ass room next to a fucking cemetery, and there's mad shadows and shit like uh-huh. in the room. Bro, I never slept in that room. Oh no. All the years that we were in that house, never slept in that room. It'd be like that. I was scared to sleep by myself as a kid. Yo, I would either stay with my grandmother in her room or with my sister. And the the, the fucking thing about it is, like, there's this whole empty room right there that's mine. Yep. I would not even step foot into that fucking room. Yep. That's how it'd be. Right? But now, now that I'm older, it's like, if ghosts are real, because low-key, low-key, I kind of think they are. I want to I want to. Uh, right? Like, I I don't know if it's just me or, you know, our mind playing tricks on us. Mm -hmm. I'll be seeing like a shadow sometimes in my hallway, like at the corner. Like he he's just standing there like, oh, boy, your jacket. No, it's not my jacket, bro. It'll be in the hallway. Right. So so I'll be walking to the bathroom late at night and you just see like a shadow like. Like, hi. Right. Yo, one time, one time, I, I was walking to the bathroom. I opened my door. I looked at it, closed that door real quick. And I was like, eh, is that real? Or is it just like, like, I was like, bro, this is not real right now. Like, this is not real. So I opened up, I opened the door again. I walk out, look at it. So I, I kept going to the bathroom. <laughs> And then when I came out, when I came out of the bathroom, I'm coming back. I saw the shadow like, bro, I'm telling you, I saw the shadow by my room now. So like, so I I didn't have my lights on, whatever. So there was just a shadow right there by the door between the living room door and my door. Bro, I walked past it. I was like, oh, so you moved. <laughs> Went straight into my room. <laughs> I went to bed. That's it. <laughs> oh, I remember. Well, I don't. I was. I don't have conscious, conscious, conscience, or recollection of this because I was merely a baby. But um, when I lived in DR, my family there's the first house that my family lived in. Well, no, it's not the first, but the first house I remember living in. Um, the house was haunted. The guy that lived there before. It was an old man and he died or whatever. Oh, he no. left his truck. He left his truck in, in the garage, right? Every time that truck moved, something bad would happen. Like every time, like one time the truck moved, I think, I don't know if it was my mom or some a relative of mine got into a car accident. Um, My sister, she said, she said that she see, she would see the Grim Reaper like coming out of the closet what um, the like, well, like she was playing with um, her friends like in the house and stuff and like well, like one time like the bed started shaking in the middle of the night for my parents and my dad like woke up in the middle of the night he was about to square up with the ghost he was like where, the fuck <laughs> where are you at and so yeah it's you know bro have you seen that what i thought continue continue i'll ask you after i was gonna say kid like fears as kid as a kid I was scared of the dark, but like any kid, any kid is. But I was scared of the dark. I was I was scared of sleeping by myself, because in DR they have El Cuco. I don't know if you know who El Cuco is. But I've heard of him. Yo, as bro, if you want to get any Dominican kid to be afraid, just <laughs> tell them that El Cuco is coming for them, and they'll listen to you in a heartbeat. 
Yeah. That was like I just I don't know I just had that in the back of my head and I I I slept bro I used to sleep with my sister from ages like four until I was like eleven because I was too <laughs> by myself bro I swear I'm not even kidding bro I'm not even maybe ten yeah eleven ten ish so what the yeah bro and now I'm just like whenever I'm, I'm in a dark place or like I'm sleeping with myself I'm like you know what. This is nice. I like this. <laughs> and you just see some fucking eleven foot ghosts just staring at you in your bed. Like he's like, so this is nice, huh? So this is nice, huh? You wanna get possessed? You wanna get possessed tonight, Maxwell? And he starts sniffing you, just <laughs> smell nice. <laughs> nice human flesh. <laughs> he just goes. He just goes up to you. He's like, "You smell nice. What is that? Axe?" <laughs> I'd be like, "Bro, axe? What am I? A seventh grader? Come on, no. You know we use Old Spice now. We grown up now, baby. <laughs> Come on." Oh, that's mad funny, bro. <laughs> it's like, wow. <laughs> do you fear? Do you have any fears about money? About money? Yeah. Yeah. What? Because obviously, it takes money to live, especially here in New York. Oh yeah, bro. It's, it's expensive, you gotta take the train. You gotta. That's two seventy-five right there every day. Not bro, even. It's actually five dollars because you gotta go both ways. Going to work or, or depending to. if you're going to somewhere else in between. Yeah. So money makes the world go round, just as they always say. Then around, then around we go. Yeah, bro. I mean, I feel to me, my fear. Um when I read that, because money is, is a common fear that a lot of men have. But when I read that, I didn't think of uh, how I interpreted it, interpret it, interpreted it. I don't think that's right, but whatever. Um, I feel like a lot of people where a lot of men are afraid of not finding a way to make enough money. And I feel like that's a problem that we deal with a lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a very common problem because you see a lot of people like living paycheck to paycheck, um, not not ha- having to work two, sometimes yeah. three jobs to even to even be able to pay rent, you know. That's and that's just that's just rent. That's, that's like scary. that's not that's not covering your monthly expenses, that's not covering yeah. your your bills, that's just the rent, you know. So money is something that it's but money is a different to- is 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 a, is a funny topic because I feel like people are so afraid to talk about money, yeah. Which is why people don't get educated about money. Because how are you bro, how are you going to know how money works if you never talk about it? I feel like people are just scared to talk about money because you know it's always like a competition when it comes to money. Yeah, it's always like oh. You got like ten thousand dollars in your bank. That's crazy. I got thirty. I got thirty. <laughs> I got fifty. Oh, you don't have a Tesla Model X? Like you're driving oh, a Honda Civic. You still like, use gas? <laughs> peasant. My car is uh powered by my brain. What's your car do? <laughs> okay, Elon Musk uses the Neuralink. The Neuralink. He's gonna have the link, ch- the the chip into your head. You're gonna be like, car, turn on, drive. <laughs> you're just touching your head, <laughs> like like you're some Marvel superhero. Just Bro. okay, speed. Okay, speed. <laughs> okay, speed. Relax. It's speed. Speed is great. <laughs> oh, D. But um. What else? Fear. Fears. There's fear in every part of life. That, that's that's just. Do you, do you care how you present yourself to others? Mm, not really. It depends. Like if we're talking about jobs, then yeah. Well, obviously, I feel. To me, I do. 
I always want to have, I always want to leave a good impression on people. Like, I, and I know that's impossible to do because there's definitely going to be people that I'm like, who the fuck is this weirdo? But this is where it like differs for me because it's, it's just, you can be yourself, but everyone has a different opinion of you. Yes. So there'll be people who know you for like yourself and there'll be people who know of you through other people's ideas of you. Yes. Yeah. Everybody has a different um, perception of you in their mind. Exactly. Which is a crazy thing to think about, to be honest. I'm like, I'd be, I'd be wondering, I'm like, yo, what the fuck am I like in other people's head? <laughs> like, like, I wonder what that's like. Exactly. So it, it'll be like, you're talking to, to a close friend, right? You're like, oh my God, he's such a, a good dude. Or, or a great person, very kind, whatever. And then you hear them like explaining how you are to another person, and the other person will be like, Yeah, he sounds like an asshole. Like, yeah, that's it, that's it right there. Just damn, he's a dick. You're friends with him, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get, I get what you're saying. It's definitely, it's definitely word of mouth is just something that's crazy because, and like perception of things in general. You know what I'm saying? It's scary. That's what it is. It that's, is that's what it is. It's scary, bro. The fact that oh, there's this word, um, Sonder. You've definitely heard of this. Yes, of Sonder. course I have. Okay, it is. Is oh, I forgot the right definition, like the exact definition, but it's basically knowing that everybody lives their own life with their own problems and all that. Um, and whenever I think of that, I'm like, oh shit holy shit like, that's crazy to think about because in my head half of the people i see are just computers they're npcs because we're in a simulation okay <laughs> now, i'm just <laughs> imagine it just turns into neo and just just <laughs> flies out of this building just puts the glasses on just turns into neo just flies out <laughs> um, yeah, you just pull matrix. up two pills on the screen just so which one do you guys want <laughs> um well, yeah, it's the perception. Perception, it is scary. I don't know. All right. Well, that is the culmination of this episode. Um, we want to thank you guys for tuning in. I personally want to thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you, guys, thank you guys so much for the feedback on episode one. Um, okay. I want. I, I was thinking about this before. I, I was going to say it in the beginning, but I had forgotten. But I really appreciate that everybody that's tuning in is taking time out of their days just to listen to yeah. us just talk. And that... It, it means more, more than the world to me. I can't even put words to describe it. Um, but yeah, hope you guys like this episode as well. Once again, we're not trained professionals. We're just talking <laughs> shit. And thank you for tuning in. I think that was good, though. I feel like that was a good, that was a good yeah. episode.